this is Season 5 of The Score, the Team Roping Journal's podcast, where we cover the roping industry from top to bottom. This is where the team roping world talks. We talk through tough subjects, we talk big wins, and we talk real issues affecting the community. I'm your host and editor of the Team Roping Journal, Chelsea Schaefer. Hey, before we get started, I've got to tell you, today's episode is brought to you by Forge First GS by ADM. Learn more at ADMEquine.com and stand by at the commercial break for all the info. This year's Bob Feist Invitational made for the toughest short round in BFI history, with less than three seconds separating first from 15th. So by now, you all likely know that Oklahoma's Jake Cooper Clay and Billy Jack Sabins got the win and $150,000 from third callback. We caught up with them at the end of the grueling day at the Lazy E to talk about where this win falls in the grand scheme of their careers. For Jake Cooper Clay, as you'll hear, this is his second major victory to the tune of 150000 He won the area World Series of Team Roping Finale's 15 and a half healing for eventual NFR header and his best friend, Brenton Hall, back in 2016, taking home 75000 per man. But since then, Cooper has been working the sail barns and riding horses, fighting his way up the heading and partner ranks. Clay and Sabins paired up after the 4th of July in 2021 after Billy Jack, a two-time NFR healer who's ridden the AQHA Horse of the Year and two past horses of the BFI, had swapped a heading early this year. Billy Jack was getting his butt kicked by the young gun Clay at the local jackpot, so he gave in and asked him to rope. In this interview, we'll talk about the horse of the BFI that Clay was riding, um, named Streak and Sundew, one of my all-time favorite head horses. We'll talk about Billy Jack's journey over the last couple years, his fraternity program, and everybody who's supported them along the way. I think you'll really enjoy this interview. It is not often that we get Billy Jack to sit down and visit with us because that is not exactly the most talkative man, but I feel like that's really unfair uh, that he's gotten that reputation because Billy Jack is an awesome Awesome interview, and I, I do enjoy visiting with him. So, um, listen to this episode. Let us know what you think. And by the way, if you haven't already, go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We have, uh, we haven't heard from y'all in a while. So, leave us a review. Thanks. Wow. Um, the two most talkative guys in the sport of team roping won today, so we will have a good podcast, but welcome guys. Jake, I'm going to talk, start talking to you because I have never interviewed you before, I don't think. You are a World Series champ too. On the heel side, what year? Uh, 2016. 2016. What has transpired in your life between, you've certainly done a lot of growing up between 2016 and 2022. Tell me about the last, the journey over these last six years. Uh, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. I healed and uh, just woke up one day and realized, and thought I didn't want to heal no more, so I started heading. And here we are. Can you elaborate on that? Do you know any more about his life story than that? Not, not much more than that. I do know, I do know, last spring or something, I was going to head. So, oh yeah, that's funny. So I bought. I had horse and quit healing and uh, went home. And I knew Jake was heading and stuff, but I, I don't know. I'd just been gone or whatever, not around the house. And uh, we'd go to these jackpots. And at the time, I thought I headed good, head that good. But at the time, I'm like, why is this kid 
kicking my butt <laughs> everywhere we go. Like, I'm doing all I can. And I realized that wasn't going to work. And he had already he entered over the fourth, and I didn't go. I actually was entered over the fourth heading. And then like, it's time to go. And I'm like, I, this, I'm wasting my money. And he come to practice right before we leave to go to Reno, I think. And that's when I said, dude, I don't know if you want to row or not, but I'm done heading. And I want to heal for you. So then we started roping the week after the fourth. How far do you guys live from each other? Uh, about an hour. About an hour. Gotcha. So did you know him grow? You didn't know him no, as he was growing I, up? I, I knew him, but not, I mean, knew him well enough to say hi and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of yes or whatever, but I didn't know him that well, honestly. I feel like I have a lot of questions to ask you guys, so I'm sorry, and I know you're so tired because no, it's late it, after it the longest day of team roping in uh, professional team roping history, maybe, but, um, Okay. Tell me about the day. Talk me through it. Well, I got off to a, a little bit of a rough start this morning. I went to saddle my horse, and I realized, first off, I have my back number in my pocket right here. And I'm saddling my horse in the stall. And I realized my cinch is broke. And I'm like, okay. So I walk around there, like around my horse, and my back number falls out right into my water bucket. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Now, so, that does not surprise me one bit. <laughs> So my back number is soaking wet. I was like, I can't put it on you. That's going to be miserable. So I hang it up, and I come up here to get in to buy a new cinch. And I had the lady at the back wasn't going to let me in without a back number. And I'm like, ma'am, I promise I am a contestant. I was like, you just have to let me in. Like, it's it's getting close to 9 o'clock at yeah. this time. Which we're down there ways, but I still wanted to be in here. Mm-hmm. I was like... I have to get in here. Like she's like, well, I can't. And so I'm like, like I'm going. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to stop me. <laughs> so I come up here and he spent, did, your man didn't have a cinch. I didn't ask. I come up here <laughs> and spent 117 dollars on the front cinch this morning. He was, that was he a, was he was sweating that 117 <laughs> too. I promise you. He's like, God, can I fix the one that's broke? Can we make this work? Or, <laughs> and then it turns out that was the best money I spent for sure. <laughs> Then by the time I got back, my back number was dry. So mm-hmm. it's, like, it's got to be a good day now. <laughs> um, yeah. We're, did you draw good all day? Did you have anything tricky that you had to get by? Uh, our first year was really good. And it felt like our second two were a little stronger. We were 8-6 and 8-2. And mm-hmm. then after that, it felt like we drew pretty good steers. I, I told him after about the second round, which I've had good horses. Both my blacks have been really good horses. Mm-hmm. But not necessarily the fastest horses. And... That's the first time I rode that sorrow horse at the BFI, and I told him, I said, man, that steer felt strong. I don't know if he is or not, though, because we're catching up so good. And I said, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they're strong or not. They don't they don't feel strong, mm-hmm. but, but they seem strong. I don't, it, was kind of, it was kind of a funny feeling, a good feeling. But kind yeah. of, they kind seem of strong, but Sun did not make them look like they were too much for old Sun. No, I, he's catching up. I, I, I like it, you know, uh, still, but back in the day when Clay tried to do, mm-hmm. they're like, gosh, he draws better. Mm-hmm. No, that horse would, that horse made the steers better, and that's what it felt like today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bounce around on this interview more than I usually do because we brought up Sun. Maybe I brought up Sun. That was my fault. But, I like, that's what I was thinking about as soon as I realized what horse you were on. That's so cool. Do you call him Sun? He's had many... He's gone back from sun to old sun. It's it's sun, S U N, not old sun. Yeah, because Driggers, Driggers, he was old sun. I with, think, with I Driggers. think so. But. Gotcha. Only horse to have won the BFI with only head horse to have won the BFI with two different guys. Is that? I think, I think I've actually I don't remember who I asked, 
but I asked that question when I bought him, mm -hmm. when I knew I was going to ride him here, if he's ever, if I wonder if a horse has ever won the BFI twice with two different riders. You manifested this <laughs> into existence. Yeah. It's very new age of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Okay, talk about Sun. I, Billy Jack filled me in a little bit about him. He came from... You got him from Driggers, most directly, but that's the horse that Jake Cooper made the finals on. That's the horse that Zach Small made the finals Driggers made the finals on him. Zach Small made the finals on and, and the horse that Zach won the BFI on. Yes, ma'am. Did you hear through the team roping gossip grapevine that he was going to be for sale again? Tell me about how that purchase came to be. Um, one of my best my best friend, we were, I was setting the wild card round at San Antonio. I was setting in my truck just killing time that morning and Brenton called me and said hey I heard son's for sale uh, if you don't want it he said I I'd like to buy him but he said I know you need a horse and uh, if you want him go ahead I said, okay. that was a solid yeah, that's move a, that's unbelievable yeah. that Brenton did that yeah it's awesome yeah I thanked him a lot <laughs> wow that's unreal and uh he uh and then I think like the next day we were at the American semifinals and the Lone Star shootout short round was that night and I talked to Driggers I text Driggers instantly about buying him and I was kind of on the fence because he was 17 years old and we were at the semifinals at Fort Worth that morning and the horse I was riding I was going to ride that night was sore mm -hmm. that morning so well, I got to buy him now I got to have something to ride over there so, <laughs> so that was just and I had never rode him the Lone Star shootout short round was the first years I ran him what'd you do at the Lone Star shootout uh I, we didn't do any good. Me and Brad Kreitz made it back, but we didn't do any good. Gotcha. But he felt great, like... Yeah, and then I rode him the next day at the Patriot Open Open and one place with Bry over there. Mm -hmm. That's when I knew it was going to be. Streak of Flings. Do you have a Streak of Flings in your barn? Do uh, you know sons what? a Streak of Flings. I, I, uh, I've had one streak of fling that I, I bred a mare to streak of fling mm -hmm. for one reason and that was son that was the only reason really yeah, that's it and that colt didn't turn out and I haven't bred any more back to him but I guess I guess I would try it <laughs> <laughs> okay so from your end how was your day today you talked about how his day at the place was uh, you know it was funny I told Jake I was like man I kind of want to drive down the night before just because it's such a late night and he's like well I know I got to there's no way I'm getting any sleep and I was like I was, you know, just get up. I set my alarm at 5 o'clock. I woke up at 3.45, wide awake, <laughs> loaded my stuff, and just headed down here. But everything went pretty smooth. I I mean, it's kind of a normal BFI day for me. Just You've had really good luck here, right? I I, I was telling Kendra. Not good luck. That's I don't want to mean, no, mean I that you were just lucky, uh, but it's been positive. I think, I think this is the seventh time I've roped here, and I've made the short round five times, and I've won fifth twice and second once enough what is it about your roping that's conducive to this setup i've said it when everybody's asked me that i just think my horses i mean really i've, mm -hmm. rode, I've had two heel horses of the bfi um kevin and then a bay horse that that i borrowed from mark fit mm -hmm. that i had trained and then Sugar didn't win it, uh, but but me and T Wade three years ago was third callback too, and I roped a leg to win, to win first uh, riding her. I, I mean, I think I mean I think it's the horses. Mm -hmm. really. So and and that that type of setup fits me better. Like mm -hmm. when I can get up next to the cow and and 
you know, kind of read the turn because, I mean, really I should probably do it more, but I don't go fast in a lot of home. Mm-hmm. Ride Colts, we go out there, we set it up, and, and we make runs out in the arena. So I, I, that's probably got a lot to do with it, too. It's kind of more of a, more what I do more often. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Tell me about your We haven't really talked much. Well, because you weren't really rodeoing just a ton last year, so I didn't really talk to you. You were, you were a header last year. <laughs> So I didn't really talk to you about this little sore horse that you got. Tell me about him. Uh, I think he's a great horse. I mean, again, not to take one bit away from all my other horses, Kevin and Sugar, they're amazing and still are, but I, I think he's going to be the best horse I've ever had. I bought him last February from uh, Max Color. Um, got him and rode him. Had a few rodeos in the winter, and then whenever me and Jake took off rodeoing, uh, I took him and Sugar and kind of back and forth. I mean, he was a good horse. I mean, that's why I thought he was a good horse. But he's a little green, and and honestly, he would try to do too much a lot and get in my way a little bit, and uh, just kind of kept grinding it out. And um, I mean, all winter, that's what I rode all winter. We've done good at some of the better rodeos, so it's been, it's been good. Gastric support just got easy. Forage First GS by ADM helps provide gastric support for horses of all ages and performance levels. Performance horses today have high energy requirements and face many stressors, including exercise, hauling, and stall confinement. An estimated 90% of performance horses face stomach discomfort caused by gastric distress, which can negatively affect their performance, attitude, and overall health. The unique triple action blend of ingredients in ADM's Forage First GS supplement helps support a healthy gastric pH while protecting and strengthening the stomach lining, helping keep your horse happy and performing at its best. Forage First GS, gastric support for the one you love most. Champion Team Ropers Clay Smith and BFI Champion Wesley Thorpe trust Forage First GS. Learn more by visiting ADMEquine.com. So when you guys go for this summer, is that horse going to be in the trailer with Sugar? And is Kevin, like, Kevin's, he's mobile, right? Kevin's back, man. He's That's 100%. Awesome. He looks amazing. I'm going to take him. Uh, I I probably could, but I don't, I'm not going to haul Kevin, like, over the fourth and stuff. And he does really good in the Northwest. I wrote him. We won Ellensburg riding last year. I'm going to just kind of wait until all the hard drives get over, then I'm mm-hmm. going to pick him up and balance back and forth between uh, – all three of them, Kevin, Sugar, Milo is my plan. This is the best set of horses I've ever had. I mean, I'm super excited about That's awesome. Doing. I'm glad that Kevin's back. That's, yeah. I mean, I didn't know, I knew he had, like, made an appearance back, but I didn't know you, if he was. You wouldn't believe what he looks like right now. This winter, you know, we get so fat, I got, where I just fed him grass stains stuff. Man, mm-hmm. I was embarrassed about how bad he looked. Yeah. I got him up, I'm like, this has got to change. I have a, a lot of people helping me at the house that, Kevin is priority, and he looks he looks <laughs> he, he looks amazing. I'm super happy to get him back. Jake, what are you doing? Um, what else do you do other than team rope? Are you what are you doing to get by? Because this is obviously a huge hit. It's it's what more than most people make in a year. But otherwise, what else do you do? Um, I just grew up. I've my dad runs a cell barn at Tulsa. Super mm. guy, and I've worked there. I've worked cell barn at Holdenville. That's what they asked me if I was. I haven't been in a while, but they asked me a while ago if I was going to work Monday. It's like, 
no, not a chance. <laughs> goals for what are your goals for the year then? Uh, I want to make the NFR, and I mean, I'll set my goals high at a gold buckle. How much you guys have won? I didn't check the standings. 13, 14,000, something like that, probably. It's a reasonable winter. That's Yeah, I mean, we've been to five rodeos, mm-hmm. five or six rodeos, probably. I mean, we haven't, we mm-hmm. went to all the good ones, and we're going to go to California, which I'm excited about with. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just follow him around wherever, wherever he goes. You've always done good in California, too. Yeah. That's, California's good to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like it out there. I don't like to drive. I looked it up. It's 27 hours from my house, but it's part of it, I guess. And your house is awesome. I wouldn't want to leave your house either. You guys just build a new house. Mm-hmm. It 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 is hard to leave there. It's it's nice. It's first first house I've ever had. Obviously, as being an, an adult, and it's freaking <laughs> hard to leave. It's really hard. Um, and Duke Dixon has been such a part of your career. Is this the first BFI that he's skipped out on? <laughs> the very first. And I'm gonna blame not winning it on him <laughs> it's all his fault if he would have quit coming years ago there's no telling what I would have so but no he, I, he's, he had volleyball games today and uh, that's what he said but it, uh, he put a TV in his bar I think is uh-huh. probably the biggest reason why he stayed at home today. that's not the case for you You're, it seemed like there was a large a sizable fan club here of Jake Cooper Clay yeah there was there was a bunch of clays here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I feel like I'm sure that everybody who has talked to you so far has asked you the story. And I bet when you won the World Series finale, we wrote the story and I just don't remember. Jake Cooper Clay, who's who was the passionate team roping fan? Or is it simply a coincidence that your name is Jake Cooper Clay? I don't think it was a coincidence no. at all. <laughs> that would be a real big coincidence. <laughs> I just, I think that... And they are team roping fans, and mm-hmm. my dad team wrote. My mom used to team wrote and then run barrels and play. And then they said they were going to name me Jake, and I said the Cooper was an obvious Jake Cooper play. Have you talked to Jake and Clay? Do they know you? And like, have you yeah. been? Yeah. I know. I know. I know Clay pretty good. I know Jake. Mm-hmm. A bit. Did you meet them? Like, did your parents have them? Have like uh, get they your? Said, off- they said there's a picture of at the U.S. Finals way back when I was a baby of Clay holding me but I don't know that I've never seen it mm-hmm. and then I think the first time it was the coolest thing for me when I was 18 at Ellensburg and Jesse Stipes won the round and we were 4 I think 4-5 mm-hmm. and Clayo told me that Jesse was 4-1 and I was point four. <laughs> <laughs> I was like that's the best compliment I've ever had that is a Clayo-ism that sounds like yeah. something that Clay would say that's awesome um and Ivy stayed home too? Yeah, that's, you know, usually she comes and hangs out with Duke and they have a mm-hmm. good time and, and all that. And Duke wasn't going. And I asked her, I said, have you talked to any of your friends that are going? She's like, no. And I was like, well, I don't, I mean, I'm not going to be mad if you don't go. That's a mm-hmm. long day to sit up there by yourself. And at 3.50 this morning, I was <laughs> Okay, I'll see you when I get back. <laughs> So I, I don't I don't blame her. I wish she was here. Yeah. You know, all this stuff, but It'd be nice. uh, gosh, that got me out of a lot of barrel races. Did <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's fair. That's only fair. Um, now with the fraternity stuff, it's been that's busier than ever. Yeah. Very How are you balancing that? I have 
I have a lot of really good people help me at home. Uh, Lane Reeves, Mason Appleton, he roped here today. Ethan Hill just started there. And then the two unsung heroes, Cody O'Donnell and Lori Woodward, they, they're the ones that do all the work. They help clean stalls. They feed them. They blanket them. And mm-hmm. that, those two are what makes it all go around. And, man, you know, just a lot of trips from Texas to Nowata mm-hmm. every week, it seems like. And I uh, I wore one truck out. I bought a new one. Well, not a new one. I bought a semi here a month ago, and it burned down last week. So What? Yeah, I was just You left. buried the lead. Okay, yeah. Tell me that story. I, I bought this truck. I'd like to say a month ago or something and everything was fine or whatever I left Austin last week and I'm driving and I heard a pop lost power like within within 45 seconds I'm like golly it's getting warm in here and I looked out my window and there's a flame shooting out by the fuel tank so I whipped it off there and unhooked the trailer but the truck the air brakes were locked up so I couldn't get it pulled out from underneath there luckily it didn't tear the trailer up but got the horses off and Reagan Ward hauled up at his house and I rode back with Paul David Tanner and now the truck search has begun and that's impossible right now. Mm-hmm. I'm about to just ride with Jake for a while. <laughs> my, truck, my truck was making a new noise on the way down here. <laughs> well, you, you can get it fixed. <laughs> that's awesome. 75000 Did you win that much when you won the finale? Seventy five. Exactly. 75. That'll, uh, man. I thought I would never win that much again for a while. <laughs> Where did that first 75,000 go? Uh, that's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, where is the next 75,000 going to go to in your gas tank to go rodeo? Yeah. And I owe Billy already, so some of it's going to go to him. Mm-hmm. And then I don't, maybe, we'll try to realize something out of, out of this. I hope so. Okay, back to your horse program. The last, gosh, it's been a little while. Tell me about, last time you and I sat down and really talked about your horse program with Dixon Flowers, I feel like there were just a couple shrug babies maybe on the ground. There wasn't just a ton happening in the baby department. Tell me what's, are you you riding some shrug babies? What all's happening? Uh, I've got one I'm riding. uh, Then I've got, uh, there's a stud that belongs to Shane Boston. We raised him. They bought him as a yearling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they sent him back to me to show for him that is an amazing horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Notorious the, B.I.G. Yeah, you're in the business. Check him out. Cause yeah. he, he's a special horse. He really is. Mm-hmm. And then um, Melanie with Solo Select. Mm-hmm. They have a, I think he's three this year. A once in a blue. I guess four now. Out of him mm-hmm. that is, looks to be a special horse mm-hmm. to then we've got a couple, you know, uh, I think we missed one. We don't have any two-year-olds this year. Then we got some yearlings, and mm-hmm. then uh, we just had an epic leader baby out of her about a month ago. So that's going to be, uh, yeah, epic leader about a month ago, and then she checked in full to uh, Woody B. Tough here recently, too. So That's cool. Got some big things popping. The, the epic leader. Department. Are you and Ivy, like, calling, Is do you decide? I don't, you know... <laughs> It's the horse deal so crazy right now. I'd love to ride her and do that, but it yeah. seems like somebody always offers too much money, and, and I mean that's what we do it for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As sure. long as it goes to the right place, and, and we'll build sugar up, and mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know, we'll see where it goes. But I will say Mike Flowers is getting pretty partial to them. You don't really <laughs> want to sell them. 
I hope he listens to this. But we'll work that out. Okay. Are you getting inspired on the horse side of things with him at all? Like thinking futurity stuff, young horses or Absolutely. It's I like I enjoy riding young horses and it's fun and it's something I would like to get into more and more. I've, I've rode a lot of young horses but not not futurity type young horses, so that's something I'd like to get into eventually. Well guys, it's late. It's been you've been roping you roped for dang near 12 hours today 10 sure enough i'll let you go are you driving back driving back headed back okay are you driving back yes ma'am all right congratulations guys thank you so much thank, thank you, you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. And by the way, Billy Jack was one of our first guests on the score when we started this whole deal five years ago. Um, I remember sitting in his living quarters trailer, making him try this new podcast concept with me the first day I ever recorded a podcast. So go back. I'll link to it in the show notes and I'll link to it on our website so you can find it on humorplingjournal.com. This episode was brought to you by ADM Animal Nutrition and Forage First GS their supplement you can find more about it at admequine.com that's a-d-m-e-q-u-i-n-e.com a little note on the production of today's episode these last few shows have been produced by craig jones and the money barrel podcast they're our partners over at barrelracingmagazine.com they're the podcast producers that we work with uh check out the money barrel one of these days we'll have a crossover episode and we'll find some barrel racer that uh that team ropes that'll be worth y'all listening to. Um, but in the meantime, check them out. If you've got some barrel racing fans in your house at the money barrel podcast, you can find that on barrel Thanks everybody for listening. And we'll talk at you soon.